What it do, golf fans? Welcome back to the Turn Dogs Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We had a great week in golf. We have a new world number one. Jack, how did your week go? It was awesome. Let's be honest. There's golf on. It was a loaded field, so you got to watch high-quality golf at a low-quality price this weekend. It was awesome. I made a ton of money, so I'm very happy about that. Um, congrats to Rory. Um, congrats to Rom. Congrats to Kurt Kitayama. Yeah. That guy was on fire. Um, that was an awesome week. And Tommy Fleetwood for Pete's sake. Tommy Fleetwood did good. I was happy to see Rory and Rom both crush it. Uh, it was I, I love seeing Rory win. I had him a little bit, but it didn't really seem to matter because I think everybody did. Um, I yeah, would lineups like to, and DFS were competitive. Yeah, exactly. I would like to apologize straight off the bat. We are recording this on Monday the 24th. Uh, it is Monday Night Football, and we are both Illinois boys, so we are probably going to get slightly distracted watching the Bears get their butts kicked here against the Patriots. Uh, we are multi, multi-sport betters, so a little, uh, little cheddar, like little cheddar in this sport game. Better. You might see a Korean baseball if you follow me on Twitter at 2.30 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> so but that was i agree it was a great win for rory um i think kh lee was another nice surprise to see on top of the he's killing it he's he's doing a lot better um in even the non-tpc courses where he normally you know doesn't do as well uh he's been playing a lot better that's for sure but let, let me go over these numbers real fast for driving distance leader it was rory at 349.6 yards that was his average as far as driving accuracy goes, uh, the leader was Tom Kim at 89.3%. For greens and regulation, we had KH Lee at 82%. For strokes gained putting, we had Sam Burns. And for bogey avoidance, we had KH Lee. So it was, you know, a couple names kind of sticking out on top there. Again, Rory, KH Lee, Burns, and Kim, they all did at least decent this week in terms of their finish. I, I know that, that that Kim, Rory, and KH Lee, well, I forget how Sam Burns finished, but I think he was top 20. Yeah, Burns was seven, or tied for seventh. That's what he was, yes. So it was a uh, – it was fun to see all the best names at the, the top of the leaderboard, and oh, Justin Fields just threw a pick. Gosh, hey, 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 come on. This is sorry, come sorry, on. No. sorry. Cut it out, cut it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, in my opinion, it was great to see Rory and Rom at the top of the leaderboard. It felt like a really loaded field. Um, but we are unfortunately going to go from a very loaded field in the CJ Cup to a very non-loaded yeah, yeah. we'll just say non-loaded field this is like the... going to a ballpark getting loaded nachos and you send your friend to go get a second pair and he just comes back with the tortilla chips you're still gonna eat them but it's not gonna be the same yeah exactly um jack how about we get into our lineups yeah so if you followed my DraftKings, we did good but for whatever reason dfs was super competitive so as much as i mean this was a high scoring event 50 50 and double us where we won you know, the worst guy was SH Kim in 64th. Everyone else is top 35, including three people in top 15. So I don't know what happened there. And then if you followed my fan duel, you are welcome because you finished in the high percentages of all lineups. Two or two top fives, four top 15s, 
um, top 29th, and then SH Kim 64th. That who knew that was going to happen, but you're welcome. Well, it, hopefully you listened to Jack and not for me. I've been doing the mistake of getting maybe a little too risky trying to plan for the I'm, I'm trying to really plan ahead on these these last two weeks, especially with no cuts. I think I'm like, oh, well, so-and-so could be, you know, a little bit of a sneakier pick, so I'm going to throw them in. I'm, do, I'm maybe doing a little too much. I'm kind of overthinking it. Um, and I think part of that also causes, because prior to these last two weeks, I was doing decent on FanDuel and DraftKings. So I think this is a little bit of... Confidence built up a little bit. Yeah, a little confidence. And then now I'm kind of regressing back to the mean. So I need to remember that, I, I sometimes need to trust my gut and not overthink things. I mean, I had Justin Thomas, Homa, Spieth, Cam Davis, Russell Henley, and SH Kim in DraftKings. And you're telling me that Cam Davis was my best guy on that one? Like, kind of sucks. Like, I had, I had three or four other heavy hitters that I expected probably would have done better than Cam Davis. But he beat my next best guy by 12 places. So not going to win a lot of money in DraftKings that way. Uh, and FanDuel, I had Rory. That was great. Loved, loved getting the winner. But outside of Rory, I didn't have anybody else inside the top. Well, all right, I had Homa at 23, but everybody else was outside the top 40. You know, can't win a lot of money when you only got two guys that play well. Yeah. FanDuel or DraftKings, you should have won money in the normal week. But for what? I, I couldn't tell you why, but everybody I, was heavy hitter this week. Yeah, evidently people had the the right call, and my other challenge was in in DraftKings. I did not have Rory, and so I think in no. my in my fifty fifty, Rory was in like seventy percent of lineups. He was mm. in an absurd amount of lineups. Jeez. So if you didn't have him, you lost instantly. Yeah, that's fair. Seventy. Jeez. Yeah, seventy percent of lineups. Um, how did your bets do this past week? Yeah. I was close on everything. Uh, two and three this week, so two for five. Mm. SH Kim top 40 was a loss, just a bad one overall. Hovland yeah. top 20 finished 21st. That was an L, plus two through his last three holes. That was just hard to watch because he finished 21st. So that was super close. Rom top 10 plus 125 dub. Rory top 10 minus 105 dub. Fitzy losing to Hatton, Fleetwood, and Willett. Um, he only lost to Fleetwood. But if you're going to finish top five in Fleetwood, seventh isn't going to cut it for Fitzy. So that's a hard loss. But if you're going to lose to a guy top five, then so be it. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one when I saw it because I was like, oh, Fitzy was like at least in top fifteen. He should be good. And then I was like, yeah. oh wait, no, like Fleetwood came out of nowhere. Well, not nowhere, but he came out of left field this week. And yeah, he came out of the shell. So 0.8 units down this week. Uh, plus two even overall for the pod. I uh, I did not do very good. I went over three I, again. I was picking a lot of a lot of risky bets. Got to go back to you know what what stuck with me pretty well in the first few weeks of the year. Uh, Sh Kim t- top forty at minus one twenty. That was a loss. I had Henley at top twenty at plus one seventy. That was a loss. And I had Chesare V top forty at plus one twenty. That was also a loss. Um, so I lost all three units this week. I'm now at uh, minus 3.75. We'll get it back. Not We're still in October. We, yeah, we literally have early. 10 more months of golf. Yeah, it's early. So we will uh, we will figure that one out and we will get into it. Uh, as far as winner's picks go, Jack, you had a pretty good week. Thank you. 
Yeah, uh, I'll take um, Victor Hovland, top 21. Could have been better. And then Mito Pereira, top 18, like you had said um, when we were texting. Used to have Russell Henley. Yeah. Thank goodness I switched that one. Yeah, gr- great switch from Henley to uh, to what, Mito? Yeah, Mito. Yeah. So that was a, that was a little, fa- little fancy play there. Um, I had Keith Mitchell and Luke List. It was T40 and T58. I'm okay with it. Again, I at at this point, I'm not trying to waste high value winners picks in one, like a one and done situation. Um, I would rather save the heavy hitters for future tournaments. So unfortunately, not every week you're going to pull out big wins, but that was fine. Yeah, two guys. Well, I guess I was going to say made the cut, but it was a no cut event. Yeah, it's a no cut event. So yeah, so I'll get into my O for two wild card picks. SH Kim top 20. I don't know what happened to that guy. Maybe he got nervous playing with the big dogs. And then three player playoff, which after Saturday, let me tell you, I was excited. It looked, it looked dangerous. That's for sure. I I thought about it. And the next thing you know, I started looking into Sunday and and Rory was charging and I was like, Oh, that's not good for Jack's Mm -hmm. Jack's wild pick. Um, My wild picks were decent. I had Luke list T20, a plus 275. That was a loss. He'd been playing well prior. It kind of stinks. Uh, but I also had Aaron Wise, top 10, a plus 330. Uh, that 330 is a nice win, that's for sure. You don't get yeah, those that's a good too one. often, so we'll take those. Anytime I can get an, a plus 300 or more win, it's it's usually a nice little boost. So will tap other, on the back there. Yeah, my otherwise awful week was at least to get, <laughs> get given by one wild pick. That yeah, you hit the one, one so. that doesn't count. That's how <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, all right, any more thoughts about the CJ Cup? Are you ready to uh, – do some misery as company here at, at, at Bermuda. Yeah, I'm ready for misery because, but let me tell you, Congaree looked beautiful. That course was set up so well. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we are headed to the Butterfield Bermuda Championship in uh, at the Port Royal Golf Course. Uh, this is a par 71 totaling 6,820 yards. Last year's winner is Lucas Herbert. Uh, Lucas Herbert is not in the field again this year. He does not have any interest in defending his title. Uh, at just over 6,800 yards, Port Royal is one of the shortest golf courses on tour. Uh, this is a course that is demanding off the tee, uh, and it really levels the playing field. Winds, high winds are also going to level the playing field this week um, because it is directly off the Atlantic Ocean. Expect wind to be a major factor. I think they're talking right now, Friday morning is going to be super windy. So I don't know if you really want to adjust your lineups once you see how the um, tee times work. But just keep Get that in the mind. European guys. That too. Yeah, European guys, like guys from, what, Scotland, things like that, the guys that are used to high winds. Where's Robert McIntyre when you need him? Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll mention Russell Knox is in this field. He's from Scotland. I think that makes it for an interesting call, in my opinion. Um, the highest ranked golfer in this tour or in this field, according to the world golf rankings, is Seamus Power. Uh, he's 48th, so it's not exactly like you're getting a you know, top five guy in here. Um, but outside of that, really the important parts of this course are driving accuracy, solid iron play, and putting. Of course, that says everything, but in, in my opinion, more so than anything else, I'm looking at good putters this week that are also at least average iron players. All right. Are we ready to uh, to get into the uh, drafting lineups or the drafting yeah. uh, pricing range? 
let's go ahead and talk about it. Like you said, we are on DraftKings today, so um, don't do FanDuel or any other DFS when you're trying to compare prices because they're going to be bonus and discounts everywhere else. So starting at 10K, um, kind of actually a large majority of people in the 10K range compared to some other tournaments even. Definitely. But it's Mark Hubbard at 10 all the way to Thomas Dietrich at 10.5. Uh, do you have a guy that you're going to? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of choosing between, I think, two guys in a lot of these cases. I like Aaron Rye and Mark Hubbard. I think Mark Hubbard is probably my main choice. Um, more so than anything, he's just kind of consistent. He's been making a lot of cuts recently. Um, he did not play that great at the Zozo, but prior to the Zozo, he was T28 at Shriners, T5 at Sanderson, T21 at Fortnite. And those were all against, again, better competition than what's yeah. here. Um, Mark Hubbard has played well at this course in the past as well. Uh, this course has only been played three other times on tour. But playing well here once proves to me that he can play decently in a strong wind. So I'm okay going to Hubbard. I do think Aaron Rye is a, is a good alternative pick if you want to go to him. Um, he's been playing better as well. He was T5 on the Italian Open. Uh, and then getting back on the PGA tour, you went T61, T20, T36. Again, just solid finishes. I'm looking for somebody at the top of my lineup that I know is going to be decent, especially considering there's no studs, yeah, quote unquote, in this tournament. I like it. I think all those guys that you mentioned, um, my guys, I, I, I'm liking four in this category. Seamus Power, I'm 50 50 on. I'm not really going in yet. McCarthy, I don't know what's going on with him. Although he's had like three top forties, yep. he just shouldn't be in top 20. So I'm not for the price point. I'm out of him this week. Thomas Dietrich, this is going to be a bounce back week. Um, Cause all relatively he's not, although he's the most expensive, he's not diehard expensive compared to some other prices we've seen. Yeah. Adrian Moronk is killing it in the world tour outside of this week, but um, two out of his last three events were top 25. So um, that's another option too for looking for some wind play. Definitely. Aaron Rye and Mark Hubbard are really safe. Aaron Rye, I think, was it last week or a couple weeks ago? He was leading in greens and regulation and fairways and regulation. So, Two like you said, ago. he's finding fairways and greens at 10 1. He's golden, especially in a quote unquote lesser field. So, those are the guys I'm going for or the ones that I have high priority in. Yeah, don't 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 take what I'm not saying here. Uh, Danny McCarthy is a good putter, but I it's just whatever whatever's going on with him right now. I don't want to get to it, so yeah. I'll I'll stick with other better like other better ish putters in terms of what's in this field. Yeah, right now for the price, he's just not as safe as a pick as you'd want it to be. Yeah. So, all right, are we uh we getting to nine K range then? Yeah. So at the top, Justin Allower, all the way down, it feels like twenty five guys later to Robbie Shelton. Welcome yeah. to the nine club. Yeah. Welcome to the nine club, Robbie. I doubt we're ever going to see your name up here again, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe on a corn fairy tour event, but uh, yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of Robbie Shelton, two out of his last three events, he's been playing really well. Top 25, um, even the corn fairy tournament. Y'all of he's doing really good. Look out for him. Um, but I think the three guys or even four, if you really want to categorize yep. um, Justin Lauer, he's been playing great. Yep. Um, I know these have been lesser events, but this is a lesser event, so I'm looking forward to him shining. Nick Hardy, he's coming back this week. Is it personal? 100%. Yes. <laughs> um, but he's been playing great. I'm looking forward to him continuing that. 
Patrick Rogers is another guy you can look out for. He's been playing great in these lesser fields as well. SH can bounce back week. It has to. Lesser field, pressure's off. Um, but a sneakier pick, if you really want to go, is Grayson Sig. Um, three top, or excuse me, one top 10, one top 45 in his last two. Do I know if it's worth the price point? I don't know, but it's an option too there. I, I've almost thought about disregarding the six guys in the 10K and starting out my 9K going like Justin Lauer, S.H. Kim, Russell Knox. I mean, it, it, you, you got to grab some lower guys than if you're doing it. You know, you got to grab like a, low, like a mid to low 6K guy in order to really make that lineup work. But it, it, in all honesty, if you sit there and you point out some of those guys to me and told me they were 10K in this field, I wouldn't really bat an eye. I mean, it just, it's a pretty level field in, in my opinion, in terms of, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rye versus Justin Lauer, same kind of guy to me. Even like Denny McCarthy versus SH Kim, same kind of golfer to me in terms of price points and what they could be at. So I think those guys make a lot of sense. Uh, the one guy I also like in this range outside of SH Kim is uh russell knox he's played this event all three years and has not finished worse than 16th uh yeah so he's he's a high priority guy for me he played he lives in or he was born in scotland so he knows how to play in the wind he's a solid putter or solid enough and so at 9200 i think he's pretty good for his price point yeah i like it i'm not gonna fight you at all on that one all right um with that, should we head into the 8K range? Yeah, and I know you have a guy in this category, so I'll let you take this one away. At the 8K range, I'm going to start it off with a, kind of a boom-bust play. Um, I'm sure you've seen it if you paid any attention to the tour so far this year. Callum Taron is is streaky. I mean, on the <laughs> That's a way to put it. Yeah, I mean, corn. I, so his first event was the Corn Ferry Tour. It was at the uh, Veritex Bank, and he finished T7. Then he plays at the Fortnet, misses the cut. Then he plays at the Sanderson Farms, T13. Then he plays at the Shriners, and he misses the cut. I mean, he is either, like, top 15 or not making it to Saturday. So he's he's pretty boom-bust, but at 8,200, at 8, it's potentially worth an option in a weak field. Um, really, the other guy that I think is decent is Adam Long. More so than anything, I think that Adam Long is a consistency play. Um, he's probably not going to get you like a top 10, but he's also going to most likely make the cut and get probably in within the top 40. So I think those are good plays. This AK range though is a little intimidating in terms of options. Uh, there's definitely boom bust. I think maybe Will Gordon is the only other guy that I would contin- uh, contingently think about. Uh, but I know that's Jack's boy, so I'll let him talk about him. I love Will Gordon. I know you can't see because we're not doing camera, but I just fist bump when you said that. <laughs> three top 45 finishes in the last three. He's golden. I love him this week. Another guy, Byung-Hun An, started off top five finish and then kind of fell off. Um, this could be one just with all of his ball striking ability. But I'm looking at Brandon Wu this week. I love him. Um, three top 40 or two top 40 finishes. Nice fist bump there on your end. I'm looking forward to a good week from him here. Oh, yeah. It's definitely uh, fist pumping about Brandon Wu and not the Bears scoring a touchdown. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, also um, your guy, Adam Shank, two top 20 finishes in his last two events. Yep. That's another guy you could sneak to, too. But I do love me some Callum Turn. 
Yeah, I think if you're going Adam Shank, you just go down another hundred bucks to Will Gordon. Um, because they're they're I mean, it's just like they're I think they're both consistent suit plays, and Will Gordon has done it a little bit longer. Um, so I, I I think I like Gordon over Shank, but I can see between Shank, Gordon, and and Taryn taking any of those guys based on preference. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right. Are we getting down into the uh, the seven K range? Yeah. So this is this feels like a deep category for me in terms of the amount. Um, goes from Brian Stewart all the way up to like 35 guys Cam to Purse. Cameron Percy. Yeah. So I actually like two guys in this category a lot more than others. Um, one is Sam Ryder. There you go. I think that he and his last two finishes, both top 40, 45th in the Sanderson. For this price, getting a top 40 finish is honestly really good for DFS lineups. So that's a steal in itself. Harry Hall. Um, I talked about him a couple weeks ago, third in the corn Ferry event came to the PGA tour, kind of struggled with it, but the Striners really picked it up in 15th. That's another guy you could go to. Um, if you're looking for a little sneakier pick, you might want to go to Ben Taylor um, or Kevin Yu, who in his last two events have been top forties as well. There you go. Uh, I, I am also going to start. I am a, a, a solid fan again of Sam Ryder. He's slowly getting back into my good graces. I uh, I won a lot of money with him early on last year, and then he he tanked me for I think five or six straight weeks. So it was tough to get back on the bandwagon with him. But he's slowly growing back for me. Uh, one of the guys I will mention that I really like this week is Chesson Hadley. Um, he's got great iron play, and he's a solid putter. So at seventy six hundred, he's one of the cheaper guys that I think is fits a lot of the metrics that you're looking for in this field. Uh, the other guy I will mention again, my tank, usually at the bottom of most lineups, but I don't think he can be your sixth guy here. Uh, Austin Smotherman. Uh, he's just, again, consistency as far as they come. And then my third guy I will mention will be our boy, Doug Gim. I, I It's going to be tough for me to really get to him this week, but he has made both of his cuts so far this year. It's not really effective. He's not running up leaderboards. But more so than anything, I think he's just got more name value than a lot of people farther down. And he's played in a lot more competition in terms of difficult tournaments. So I think that's got a little bit to do with why I'm higher up on him than a lot of the other people. 100%. I like Doug Gim this week. I mean, take a look. He was higher priced in some majors this year than in this event. Obviously, he hasn't had his stuff in the Fortinet and the Shriners. But I think this is a good opportunity for him to turn it around. Um, at this price point, he should get top 35 or even top 45 and really maximize that. Yeah. So this could be your fifth or sixth guy and call it a day. Oh, I forgot to mention, if you want like a baseline, like 50th place, bottom of the barrel guy to, to fill out your lineup, go CT Pan. Uh, pretty, pretty consistent right there. Just He's just going to be solid in the sense that, he, you know, he's not winning you anything. But if you need a sixth guy at – at 7300 and you got a pretty level field you got a good chance to have six guys six guys make the cut then absolutely i like uh ct pan i don't really he's kind of been all over the place in terms of pga tour in the last couple years so yeah but he's gonna fill out your roster all right are we uh we're dumping down into the 6k range yes because you know i got names I'm here for it, Jack. You, you just run through them all because i i only got a name or two probably well first one is akshay Bhatia. Now, all right. For all you bandwagon golfers out there, I know you 
because he was like the most popular amateur golfer in the world two to three years ago. He's making his debut after like 47 missed cuts um, on the PGA Tour this year. Lefty, crazy swing, crazy ball striking ability. If he cracks a cut, you look genius because he's going to fill out your lineup here. Um, another guy I'm looking at is the Spider, um, Camille Vajegas. Superb putter, superb. Aaron Baddeley, you take a look, 36 at the Fortnite. Couple corn ferry finishes in the top 40. Another guy that can round out as well. Um, if you're really looking even deeper than that, which let's be honest, you probably should not. Um, Tanagoya, um, good finish on the PGA Tour and the Shriners top 60. Nothing really doing it for you. Dylan Wu, another good guy that's down here um, that really hasn't performed to his value. Um, Jonathan Bird, old PGA Tour vet um, as well. And then Brian Gay, 14 for 14 on his last cuts in the Champions Tour. Shorter course, his ball striking. You may crack a cut there, to be honest. He's he's won here in the past, Brian Gay. He won here. Are you two, serious? Yeah, he won here two two years ago. Me. It's like you knew what you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Again, Jack mentioned him, but Akshay Vatia, he's 20 year old. He just missed out on getting his card. He finished 30th last year in the Corn Ferry Tour regular season points list. He did win the XM Classic, and that was in the Bahamas. So I know it's not Bermuda, but it's also windy conditions on a course like that. So just know that he's going to be fine if those, if those do come up. The other guy I'll mention, uh, Bill Haas. I mean, he's kind of a, a, a safety safety pick. I don't necessarily love him in a normal field, but in a field where there's just not a lot going on, he's a, he's a good safety valve at 6,400. He did finish 28th at the uh, on a corn for a tour event earlier this year, the nationwide children's hospital. Um, and there was one other guy, I think you mentioned him earlier, Brian Gay. Yeah. Yeah. That was who I was going to get to because he won here previously. So he's got good course history here. Um, and he's made a lot of cuts. All right. I like it. We did it. We did it. We got through. All right. Uh, what's your DraftKings lineup looking like? Yeah. So my DraftKings lineup is all over the place. And I'll be honest, coming off, you know, last week, I should be confident. Let's be honest. No. So starting off at the top at 9.6, SH Kim. I'm going, or excuse me, sorry, sorry. Starting at the top at 9.8 is Nick Hardy. I'm looking for a good showing from him. I like him a lot this week. Then at 9.6 is SH Kim. Here comes a bounce back week. I feel it. I'm taking a gamble at Grayson Sig at 9,400 scary at that price point but we got to do what we got to do um then we're going to jump down to seven seven at sam Ryder, hoping for a top 30 maybe top 40 finish call it a day um then we're going down to kevin Wu or excuse me kevin Yu. look out for him he's going dangerous and then i'm going with the goat wesley Bryan. um one for three on cuts in the corn ferry but i love him and i needed a guy at 6200 and he fit the price point there you go. That's the way to do it. He's, he's your risk at the bottom of your lineup. So 100%. Wesley will be the fun one. Uh, for DraftKings, I started with Mark Hubbard at 10K flat. After Hubbard, I have SH Kim at 9,600. Uh, and then Adam Long at 8,900. Chesson Hadley at 7,600. Austin Smotherman at 7,500. And Akshay Bhatia at 6,300 rounding it out. Again, I, I wanted five good guys. And then 
Uh, I needed somebody low at 6,300 to fill out the lineup. Could have gone John Daly, just saying. I, I, I could have gone John Daly. I got a little bit more upside potential with going Akshay. So that was the uh, that was the thought process there. I like it. Um, then I'll jump into my fan duel, which I did get ripped on one guy, but I felt it was good. Starting at 11-7, I know. I know. Expensive. Thomas Dietry. I'm Ooh. looking for a bounce back week here. Um, then I'm going 10-6, SH Kim. 10-5, Nick Hardy. 10-4, Aaron Rye. 8-8, Sam Ryder. And at 8K, Aaron Baddeley. Taking the gamble there. Um, I'm hoping, I think that's going to be bottom 0.1% on money and then bottom 5% on double ups. Um, but all you got to do is scratch the green to get some money. There you go. Uh, it, it's definitely an interesting one. Baddeley is a tough guy for me. I know. That's what I was saying. That's, so that's the one I... I that's the one I was scared of at AK. I feel like I got ripped off. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, but it is what it is. I will say that and it'll play well. Uh, for FanDuel, I, I, I like this lineup, which means it's going to either be really good or but ugly. Uh, I start with Mark Hubbard at 11.6. I got Justin Lauer at 10.8. I have SH Kim at 10.6. I have Will Gordon at 9.9. I have Chesson Hadley at 9.6. And I have Akshay Bhatia at 7.4. So nice. five, what I would consider heavy hitters, and then Chesson Hadley. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, Will Gordon is just squeaming right now, thinking you call him a heavy hitter. Oh, yeah. I mean, Will Gordon's hearing that and, and probably, you know, getting way too amped up. But that is what it is. Oh, that's awesome. Well, um, if you have no other names, no other lineups, I say we jump into bets. Let's get to bets. So just for the record, we have eight top 40 bets coming your way. <laughs> Yeah, this is not a week where technically seven we're squad riding a guy but oh so yeah i can see that now but i was not confident maybe you weren't either jumping the gun on top 20 i mean we could have i would have felt i know i just i'm going to contradict myself but i would have felt more confident going to a top 20 and a couple guys but when we take a look at odds for some of these guys their top 40 odds were just too good to pass on and i'm a big believer in capitalizing on that so starting at number one, Nick Hardy, top 40, minus 115. That guy could easily go top 15 in this tournament, and I expect that. But for 115, just to beat everybody else, fine. Aaron Rye, top 40, minus 120. How good's that guy been in fairway and green regulation stats? Guy's been unbelievable. Will Gordon, top 40, um, is a hit or miss at plus or minus 100. I think he could sneak out 32nd, call it a day on that one. Adam Shank, top 40. He's performed this a couple times already. He's also at plus or minus 100 on a hit. Um, and then last but not least, Sam Ryder, top 40, plus 135. I'm looking for a 38th here. There you go. That's all you need. That's all you need. All right. For my bets, I'm sticking with the name. I have three going on right now. Uh, first, I'm going Russell Knox at, T4, at top 40. He's minus 130. And again, this is the guy who has not finished worse than 16th here and is three and is three times playing in this tournament. So I just continue to ride that along and we'll be just fine. Uh, next guy is Chesson Hadley at top 40. That is plus 110. Again, great irons, great putter. I just need him to put it together this week. Third guy, Jack and I are squad riding, Sam Ryder. Again, T38. That's gone over for this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it has been ugly, but we're going to make it work. Um, but 
he just got he just has to get top 40 and this is not a strong field so let me make a word i like it well uh mr hit for a wild card pick this week take it away all right we uh we're going back to, to akshay batio he's going top 40 at plus 225 uh then we got callum Taren again mr boom bust at top 20 is plus 200 and then Jack and I again, we're gonna. I'm gonna do this every time he's in the field, just out of the culture. This is a bonus. Yeah, this is a bonus. It's it's more so just about the fact that he's playing and we're getting to watch it. Yeah, John Daly top forty is plus three thirty, so we're throwing him in there just for the, uh, just for the sake of it. Yeah, th- I mean he's a legend. Let's be honest, you can't not watch him. Yeah. So what do you got? Yeah. So my two top forties or wild card picks are also at plus three thirty. Wesley Bryan, top 40, plus 330. Not having his great stuff, but he's a peer of a ball striker, as you can get. So I like it a lot. Willie Mack third. If you don't know his story, go Google it. Research it. It is awesome. Um, top 40, plus 330. Do I think either of these are going to hit? I don't know. But that's what they're wild cards for. Um, but I'm looking forward to watching them both. And then John Daly, top 40, 330. There you go. That's the way to do it. We got to ride, uh, ride John. Awesome. What happens if he finishes, like, top 25 or top 30 this week <laughs> i'll do a naked podcast episode <laughs> uh, all right that's fair i'll hold you to it Absolutely. All right, what do we got for winners i think mark hubbard um and aaron rye are both super good picks this week i want to say i've already used mark hubbard but i can't remember at this point but uh, you have once but that's yeah. fine two ball uh, strikers two yeah. pure scores i think they're both gonna finish top 20 this week so I think overall stats, um, if we're doing at the end of the year average, it looks good with two picks like this. Well, in my in my opinion, this is the week to pick a lower guy. We've had a lot of low winners win this in the past. Guys at 60 to 1. Uh, Brian Gay was 200 to 1 when he won this. So I'm picking two quote-unquote lower guys in Justin Lauer and Chesson Hadley. Again, guys that have got good ball striking and at least solid putting. I'm hoping that it kind of connects. This is a little bit more of a the shot in the dark as opposed to Jack kind of taking the I'm going to take two guys that are going to finish top 20. But it's it's the way it's the way you got to play one and done sometimes. Don't be afraid to to lose out on it by taking a little more of a risk. I like it. I like it. I thought you were going to go Callum Terran to be honest. I I considered it, but I I I can't get too much into my Callum Terran love. Otherwise when he, when he doesn't make the cut and shoots plus 12, then I I'm really mad at myself. There's your Akshay Bhatia. You got him in almost everything. Yeah, I know. I got him in a lot, but we'll, we'll make a work with Akshay, right? He's not going to be in the field that often, but. That's awesome. All right. That is all. If you can't think of anything else, we will uh, we will call it there. Everybody go out, win a bunch of money this week. Maybe play some golf. The weather's great right now, but it's going to be cold in the next couple of days. So enjoy it before it gets snow on the ground. Absolutely. Go enjoy it. Um, go watch some good golf because then we're getting to the Worldwide Technology Championship at Mayakoba. Ooh. Looking forward to that one. Have a good one, everyone. Later. Deuces.